0: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabriel Mazar. On today's episode, Gabrielle interviews life coach and counselor, David Essel. Recognizing a need to help the millions of people around the world as we've been affected by the pandemic, David developed the Help Americans Heal program as a resource to deal with the stress, uncertainty, isolation, and other challenges we are facing. And now here's your host, personal trainer and stretch therapist, Gabrielle Mazar. Gabrielle Mazar.
1: Welcome back to the Fit Minute Podcast, Fitness for Real People. I'm your host, Gabby Mazar. And on today's episode, I have David Essel. He is a life coach and counselor and the best-selling author of Helping Americans Heal. Welcome to the show today.
2: Oh, Gabrielle, I'm looking forward to this. And we are going to help your audience heal without <laughs> a doubt.
1: Perfect. So tell me a little bit about yourself, who you are. Um, Just go right into it and introduce yourself.
2: All right. For the past 42 years, I can't believe it's been that long. Uh, Of course, I started at two. So uh, (laughs) 42 years of doing work and counseling and writing books. And, you know, Gabrielle, I started out in the world of sports psychology, working with athletes. I still have a few major league athletes that I work with from, you know, the mental perspective. Uh, I love that. I, I did that for 10 years. And then in 1990, I started getting clients coming into me that were struggling with relationships, struggling with addiction, struggling with their attitude or finances. And I slowly made the switch, you know, from full time with sports psychology and athletes and health and fitness people to everyone. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you know, in 1990, uh, I ho- started hosting radio shows. I've been hosting radio for 32 years, hosting television shows for 32 years. Um, you know, we have 12 books out, four of them, number one bestsellers. So, yeah, it's been a busy 42 years.
1: <laughs> lots of fun. Lots of fun. Tell me a little bit, um, What when you worked with athletes, what exactly do you, do you work with with them? I know the mental aspect of athletes is definitely huge. What exactly do you specifically work with with them?
2: Yeah, well, the number one thing is overcoming frustration. Believe it or not, you know, athletes and and we don't talk about this now in the world of athleticism. We talk about this all the time, but the general public, you know, doesn't really know that one of the the number one uses of sports psychology with athletes is to help them deal with defeat, to help them deal with injuries, to overcome losses in games or matches. You know, it's it's so this. And, you know, if I could throw out a couple of names, if people follow basketball, if you look at Steph Curry. Uh, you know, the best three point shooter of all times in basketball and look at his demeanor on the court and look at how what happens when he gets a call that's incorrect. They call a foul on him and it's obviously not a foul. Look at his response versus 98% of the rest of the league. And you'll see someone who has really worked hard with a sports psychologist. I can guarantee you mm-hmm. he doesn't get ruffled. He smiles and he laughs. And if it's a, a bad call, he washes it off. Mm-hmm. That's the type of athlete that ho- ha- holds immense emotional control. Mm-hmm. Um, Clay Thompson, a- another very famous basketball player who plays with Steph Curry. He was just out for two years with major injuries. And he came back. And during a recent interview, he, when they were asking him, you know, do you feel ready? And one of his responses was, I feel ready because I've worked on this. You know, so it, it's, you know, everyone looks at athletes as being amazing physical uh, possessing incredible skills and which they do obviously, but this is where it really lies. So that's where I work with athletes. You know, I have a major league pitcher that we're working with right now that um, had some injuries that led to depression. So I helped him get out of depression, which got him into a great mood and it also helped his marriage. You know, so we work with athletes in every area of life in order to allow them to perform at their highest level possible.
1: Yeah. I think uh, if anybody's ever played golf, you can kind of relate to that a little bit, but I was <laughs> 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 throwing a golf club. Um, but so you can really relate that and the, the use, usage of the frustration, getting over that frustration to every person. So, yeah. like you just said, uh, helping get over that frustration in the sports world helped some one of your clients to get have a better marriage, have a better yeah. relationship. So that's right. Really, it's it's it helps all aspects of life, not just in one area. So you. Uh, I have a few different books, 12 different books um, that kind of deal with different things. But one you just created was uh, Help Americans Heal. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, that is a really crucial one right now to me, Gabrielle, because this, you know, one of the writings in the book is called The World is Grieving. And we are in immense grief. The USA and the rest of the world, you know, rights have been taken away from us. Isolation has become a normal part of our existence. You know, when I say rights are taken away, meaning that, you know, there are certain states that if you don't follow certain rules, you it's no more of a choice. You you don't have a choice as an American anymore. You know, all of a sudden your rights have been taken away. Now, some people may argue with me and say, but, you know, it's the smart thing to do. I don't know if it is or not. To be honest with you, I don't know all these mandates on vaccines are smart or not. Uh, I'm not smart enough to have an opinion. And so because I'm not smart enough, I don't have an opinion. But I do know that we have been grieving immensely. People locked into homes, people not being able to see their loved ones dying in nursing homes and hospitals. I just had this happen last week with one of my clients, Gabrielle. Uh, My client got sick. And then her mom was taken to the hospital. And even though my client was able and willing and tested negative to go in, they would not allow her to watch her mom, to see her mom and her mom died with no family members there. You know, you talk about grief. My mom and dad died in the last 12 months. I know grief like the back of my hand, unfortunately so. But I will tell you, there's been a benefit out of it. First of all, I was very fortunate that my mom and dad were in hospice at home for four years. So the fact that they did not have to go to a facility is a blessing beyond compare. But you know, Gabrielle, I learned more in four years of grieving and watching my parents recently die than I did in the 38 years prior to, even though I taught a grieving class from 30 years ago to today i've taught grieving i've walked people through it a month ago i I worked with a guy whose father committed suicide at 82. you know i helped him go through the grieving process which he is still in um so you know i know the world is grieving and yet so many people don't know that there's another side to grief we think of the sadness the mourning the loss you know, when we when we lose our ISA or our ability to be free and to travel without all these restrictions, there's a grief there, right? There's when, when when maybe we've lost our job or we had a restaurant that was closed during COVID and we can't reopen it, and that's happened all over the world, you know, for God's sake. Well, we we go, we go into grief, you know, and a lot of times grief is numbness. Grief can be procrastination,
1: Angry. grief
2: can be an increase in addiction, grief can be a loss of hope. Anxiety, depression, insomnia. I mean, you know, listen. This is what we're in right now, which is why we wrote the book, Gabrielle, because in the book we cover every topic related to the pandemic, but we do it differently. Most most uh, periodicals, articles, and that they look at the pandemic from a negative perspective. Um, and they take sides and, you know, uh, the pandemic people that get the vaccines are correct and the and the non vaccines, they, they should be in hell or, or vice versa, whatever your stance is. Right. So we, we take all of this data and we put into the book, how do you deal with social media? How do you deal with the media during these times? How do you deal with people that are constantly pushing upon you their opinion, conspiracy theories or whatever? So the book is really a book of healing and it takes us from the place we are right now to where we want to be. And this is an important point. No one knows if, and when the pandemic will ever end. It may be here for the rest of our lives. Gabriel. You know, there's, there's no one knows. I mean, gosh, when it first hit, you know, everyone said, Oh, it's going to be three or four months, six months. Then it went Now We're in our third year, right? We still see States cl- closing down. We still see some pretty strong restrictions happening around the world. So this is one of the articles in the book, as we say, we need to live as if the pandemic is never leaving. See, if you shift your mindset and say, okay, this is the way it is. Now, how do I get on with life? This is the way it is. It's never going to change. How do I find more joy? How do I find more happiness? You know, ABC TV just contacted me the other day, and we did an interview, and their whole question was, how can fi- people find happiness after 3 years of shutdown and isolation and pandemic and friends dying and right. it's a great question and one of the answers is don't expect it to leave start living safely but start living right now
1: right yeah i think uh i think you're definitely correct it's no matter what side you're on no matter what you believe we are all in this grieving process all over the world all of us and we've all been in it for since march of 2020 or or, or earlier because there are other yeah. countries that were that were in it earlier there were other countries that were dealing with it before we were here in america that's right and we've all had to change so much and we've all had to deal with so much that we're all in this process of maybe a little bit of denial, maybe a little bit of depression, maybe a little bit of uh, I guess we're over it. Over it. Just kind of done. And we don't know how to move forward. We don't know how to change it or heal from it. Because you're you're right. The the problem is is we don't know how long this is la is going to last or if it will last forever. So how do we Keep living when we don't know what to do.
2: Yeah. You know? Yeah, it it, you know, it is the ultimate question. And the answer, number one, is going to be lifestyle. Um you know, we before the pandemic, about 80% of the US population was overweight or obese. It's already at 85%. And I wouldn't be surprised if next year it's at 90%. Now think about that, Gabrielle. 90% of the US population obese or overweight, we all know what happens down the road, the lifestyle diseases, the amputations because of blood sugar levels, you know, it goes on as COPD. Oh, my God, come on. You know, like every freaking problem in the world is exacerbated by weight, right? Right. But we have a lot of us have the time right now you know you, and you don't need listen there was a study years ago i you know i used to be heavily into the world of fitness uh, when i worked with athletes and everything and there was a study that still holds true and that is this you will lose the same amount of weight in 6 10 minute walks per day as you will in one 60 minute walk almost identical weight loss. It's moving mass over a distance. That's all weight loss is, It's moving mass over distance. So, you know, if you think about it, when people say, well, I don't have the time, everyone has six, 10 minute sections during the day. Mm-hmm. You know, you get up 10 minutes early, you walk five minutes from your bed, five minutes back, there's one 10 minute walk. But seriously, if, if we don't take what's going on right now, like the weight gain, um, you know, alcohol sales two years ago were up 1000% online. There have been, unfortunately, Gabrielle, multiple businesses built about bringing alcohol to people's homes from stores, from bar. I mean, there are bars that'll deliver mixed drinks, for God's sake, right? Right, right. And right. and and so we have alcohol as an issue. We and you know all of these addictions, whether it's food or alcohol or television or arguing over social media, which is an addiction. Right. Uh, watching too much TV, which is an addiction. You know, these things destroy quality of life. I mean, they rip life out of your lungs, for God's sake. So we have to awaken. And I want to make a really brief analogy. When a veteran of war comes back and they're suffering from their demons, on average, they take between three and four years to reach out to someone like myself, a counselor, a therapist. They'll take three to four years. Okay, so they come back and they're dealing with it by not dealing with it. They're dealing with it with alcohol and drugs and food and everything else in the world you can imagine. Okay, by the time they come to someone like myself, we can definitely help them heal. But by the time they come to someone myself, they've had the PTSD and the trauma from their experience in war. It has only gotten worse since they've gotten back because they haven't done anything to heal it. Okay, then they come into the office or they contact me via Zoom and we work together and it'll take about twice as long as a veteran who comes back and within six months reaches out for mental health, okay? Right. It is, it is, oh my God, it's incredible. And the same thing is going to happen with the pandemic. And I'm not a doomsday sayer by any means, but this is just reality. For everyone with us right now, who has gained weight, who's up their addictions, who's increased their arguing on social media, or increased their arguing at work or the gym with people who don't agree with their stance, whatever it is. Or have relations, there's so many relationships in such hell right now, right? You know, people struggling with insomnia, uh, anxiety, depression. If we wait for the pandemic to end, remember, I'm telling you, it ain't ever ended. That's how we're going to live life. But let's say you're one of those people that are waiting. Okay, so it gets to the end of the pandemic. Do you think your addiction is just going to fall away? Do you think the weight's just going to melt off? Do you think your partner's gonna start loving you more? Do you think your job's gonna give you more of a bonus because the pandemic is over? The answer is, if we don't start working now, if the pandemic ever ends, we're gonna be in a world of hurt. Depression, anxiety, insomnia, addiction, go only deeper when you don't take care of them.
1: Well, I think part of the problem is, is one, we don't think. <laughs> we're not we are not thinking about those things at all. That's right. The other part of the problem is, is for so many years, we have not thought about the mental health of people. And mental health has been so faux pas. I think we're just barely starting to scratch the surface of mental health. We're just barely starting to make it okay to seek help for mental health or to seek help for guidance in any sort of a uh, sort of direction in that way that it's it's okay to not be okay that it's okay yeah. for to say, you know, I'm not feeling all right today or that, you know, I'm having panic attacks or I have anxiety or I have a lot of stress or why am I depressed or or am I depressed? Why do I want to sleep all day? I don't know. I think That just, I I feel like just within the past maybe 10 years, that this has become not even normal, but talked about. And that's part of the problem is that it's, we're not there yet. And I think you're absolutely correct that it has to become normal and okay. And... A lot of the world is not even not even where we are, not even close because we just don't talk about that. And wow. I think we're even at a point, too, that we would rather mask it with drugs than use therapy because therapy is so, no, don't do that. No, we can't. There's <laughs> nothing wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with me. Well, let me tell you, there's something wrong with everybody. <laughs>
2: Yes. Yes.
1: Every single person on this planet has something wrong at some time in their life. It just is. And it is okay.
2: And those people, you and I included, that have something wrong with our lives at all times, it's on steroids right now, whatever that <laughs> something is. Yeah. You know, we, we we've had a beautiful gift last year, one of the most beautiful gifts for mental health that the world has ever seen. And that was Simone Biles at the Olympics. And, you know, in our book, helping Americans heal the ultimate guide to healing during these challenging times, I write about Simone Biles and I write about, um, uh, uh Greg Louganis, who is an Olympic diver that I interviewed years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, t- we, we, we talk in the book about so many other athletes that finally came forward. Michael Phelps, the most decorated swimmer of all times during the Olympics came on, on camera, he was there as one of the guest hosts and he was saying, I experienced what Simone did every time, every Olympic, I was filled with anxiety, I was filled with depression. How I got through it, I'm not sure. But the fact that she's stopping herself shows us how strong she is. And, you know, I I recall her in the book, the new face of mental health crisis. You know, she came out and said, no, I can't do this. You know, that would be like you or I going to our partner or, you know, someone we trust and saying, I just can't do this anymore. I can't go to work today. I'm just a mess. You know, and 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 when we do that and we reach out and ask for help, it's amazing, right. Gabriel, how much help is, is, is available. Listen, even though I've had a, a, a beautiful career, I was diagnosed at 30 with ADD and ADHD. It blew my mind. I had so many changes to make in my lifestyle. I was an alcoholic and a cocaine addict for 30 years. I've been sober a very long time. But I learned so much through that. I attempted suicide in 1990. Thank God I failed. But I share all this because I don't want people thinking that, you know, a best-selling author and a counselor and all that kind of crap, you know, hasn't had challenges. And I was just talking last night during an interview like this. And I said to the gentleman who was the host, I, he, he said, my God, you've gone through hell. And <laughs> I said, yeah, you know, I, I have. Probably the worst was losing my mom and dad in the last 12 months, quite honestly. But I will say this. Every one of those challenges has set me up for today, Gabriel. Every one of them has prepared me to be able to help more people now. And that's why we're giving 500,000 memberships away to a program we'll talk about. You know, I really, truly understand suffering at a level I never thought I would. I understand humility at a level I never thought I would because I had to ask for help so much. You know, I had to go into a treatment center for a month and then I had addiction counselors for 365 days afterwards. You know, I understand how challenging life is, but I can tell you sitting here, today that there's another side to all this if we're willing to do some work right you know you you can move through depression you can move through anxiety and i'm not saying you know don't listen to your doctor and don't take the medications there's a lot of options to help people heal say that
1: yeah absolutely don't i'm not i'm not saying don't take the medications by any any means there are absolutely absolutely 100 percent situations where you definitely need to be on medication. So I'm not saying that that there don't do that. I'm saying that I think there are a lot of situations where where we do cover it up with medication, but absolutely listen to your doctor for sure. I am not a doctor, so don't don't uh, don't don't think that I'm saying that I am on medication for, um, things, you know, I have Hashimoto's. I take thyroid medication every day. I, you know, I believe in Western medicine. I also believe in Eastern medicine by all means. Uh, I also believe in therapy. I do all the things that self-care in my life. So, um, yes, but, (laughs) uh,
2: yeah, I mean, it's crucial, you know, and, and even though I'm not a huge fan of medication, it saved my life in 1990. Um, you know, I, I ended up failing in my suicide attempt, I went to a psychiatrist's office. I couldn't find any that would take me in. They needed three to four months you know, of appointments. And I ended up walking into an office and I sat down. And I said to the secretary, I'm not leaving until I see the doctor. I tried to kill myself today and I'm not leaving. And she was there. You got to go to the hospital. I said, no, I'm sitting here. Hours and hours went by and the doctor came out and he looked at me and he said, have you been here that long? Come on in. Gabriel he saved my life. He looked at me without judgment and he said tell me your sadness, tell me your hurt, tell me your pain. And then he put me on a medication that had horrendous side effects. It took away every craving to kill myself. It was rough. It was nine months of hell because they kept, you know, adjusting medications and everything else. But there was never another another thought of suicide. And, you know, at the 10th month mark, I was in with a therapist and I live in Florida and her name was Ina. I'll never forget it. And I said to Ina, she said, how are you feeling today? I said, well, I'm not sure Ina, but I'll tell you something really beautiful. The birds finally came back. And she said, what are you talking about? I said, "Well, I live on the beach, and and you know all the seagulls are back, and all these other birds." And she smiled and she said, "No, David, you're back." And it was beautiful because the birds never leave Florida, you know. And so, <laughs> she, she saw this incredible opportunity to give me a lift, and she did. wasn't over enthusiastic. She was so motherlike, you know, just so loving, saying, "No, David." you're the one that came back. And, and, and Gabriel, you know, that was a year of, of, you know, a real struggle. Um, and at the end of it, you know, we write about suicide in the book and we write about suicidal ideation and all these other things that people are afraid to talk about. And I understand that we're afraid to talk about it. You know, a lot of people are afraid to talk about addiction and I understand that. Um, but that's why we have counseling and therapy. So you don't have to share it with the world share it with one trusted advisor and let me tell you millions of people get sober every day millions of people every year overcome depression and anxiety millions of people heal but the only way they do it gabrielle and you know this from the business you're in is they do the work
1: they do the work yes absolutely absolutely so speaking of doing the work your help americans heal book is actually a program. Can you explain a little bit about your program? You said you're giving 500,000 membership or 50,000.
2: No, 500,000, 500, you're right.
1: 500,000 so, memberships away for free um because you want to help people around the world uh heal. So tell us a little bit about your program.
2: Yeah, it you know, it's so exciting to be able to offer this. and I, I want to lead up with um are you familiar with Dr. Wayne Dyer? Uh Are
1: you familiar with him? I don't believe so. You can t- okay. tell us a little bit about That's it. That's
2: okay. So Dr. Wayne Dyer passed away a couple of years ago, but he was one of the foremost leaders in the world of personal growth, the seventies to eighties, nineties, even in the two thousands. Uh, if people Google him, you'll be amazed at how many books he wrote and how incredible he was. But the first time I interviewed him was 1990. He was a huge star back then. And so I, at the end of the interview, he said, David, this was amazing. Like you just have a natural gift and talent. And, and I said, Hey, Dr. Wayne, give me an idea. You've been doing this for years. Like, what can I do to really increase the number of people I touch? And he smiled, he looked away, he looked back. He said, give your stuff away. And I said, what? He said, just give it away. I said, give what away? He goes, everything. I go, how am I going to make money? Because David, 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 this is the way it works. Freely give it away. You will be rewarded. Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not next month, maybe in 10 years. And I know I'm asking you to do a lot, but this is why you're on Earth. So just give it away. And Gabrielle, from that day, we've done it. We, we've done newsletters for years. We've given away so many programs. A couple of years ago, we gave away $10,000 worth of counseling work for people that were struggling. You know, we we constantly give away. And then I was trying to think, how could we reach the most amount of people possible without me having to try to be on tons of conference calls or zooms or anything else? And we came up with this program and there were so many people last year coming to us for help, but they couldn't afford counseling. So we said, okay, we've got to do something big. You know, so we put this program together, helping Americans heal, which is the companion to the book I showed you earlier. Mm -hmm. The program is 100 percent free. All you do is go to talkdavid.com. You'll see it right there, Helping Americans Heal. It says free. Click on it and sign up. Instantly, you'll get our number one bestselling book on positive thinking. Then every Monday, you're going to get an article on helping you overcome the challenges you're facing right now. You'll get an interview. Gabrielle, the interview you and I are doing will be part of our Helping Americans Heal program. So people will see you and I interacting and talking as part of what they get in their package. They'll get a 12-month subscription to Addiction Recovery Magazine, absolutely free. If you struggle with sleep, we have an insomnia audio that you can listen to. Once again, it's all free. If you want to learn meditation, we have a 44-minute meditation program. Once again, we give away for free. If you're struggling with finances, we have a financial freedom program. Once again, every Monday, you'll get all these gifts for free. So we knew that if we could create a program at no cost and reach 500,000 people and invest $240 million into this country and the world with our program, we can make a difference. Syracuse University just signed on to be one of our partners. We're going after next. Uh, my, my, my publicist, TJ, who you contacted and you know worked with, mm-hmm. we have Harvard lined up. We've got all the major universities that are starting to be interested to give it to their students and their staff. And if there are people listening right now and you're involved with a large company, let us know. Email us at talkdavid.com. We will give away 500,000 programs and maybe your company right now could benefit from that. So, you know, this is how we looked at it, Gabrielle. What could we do to give back? Because we believe giving back is a crucial part of the human experience. Same thing with what could we do to help more people? And that's how the program was created. Doesn't matter if you're struggling with stress, anxiety, depression, weight gain, insomnia, PTSD, relationship issues, money issues, everything will be covered to help lift us up. Because as I said to you earlier, Gabrielle, we're telling people the pandemic is never leaving. Let's start living, and here's the tools to help you do it. So we're not—we don't just have some kind of fun philosophy. Oh, the pandemic's here forever. Just start living. We say here is how you do it. <laughs> here's how you how you start living, and we're just so fired up to have as many people as possible take advantage of this opportunity.
1: That's—I think that's great. I—you're I, right. People need to people need to heal. Everybody needs to heal all over the world. Um, I think what you're doing is fantastic, and. I think people could really benefit from it and take advantage of it, especially people that might be still leery of getting help because they're not really going to get help. They're getting help in a program that's not going to somebody and divulging all of their innermost secrets. So um, it's a step in the right direction. Um, is there anything else important that you really want to leave our listeners with today?
2: Yeah, the most important thing is self-care. You know, it really is for all of us, taking time for yourself. You know, um, really briefly, my brother was the main caregiver for my mom and dad for four years as they were dying. And, um, and you know, he has a full-time business, he has employees, and he was at my mom and dad's every day. my mom died a year ago, then my dad died about four weeks ago. And I just talked to him today about this. And I said, you have all this time now. You have all this time that you dedicated to mom and dad seven days a week for four years on top of being married and on top of your business. What are you going to do? And he smiled and he said, well, I'm going to do what my older brother has taught me for years and my counselors. (laughs) I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to start relaxing and reading more. I'm going to get back into the gym. He was only going once or twice a week when normally he goes five times. Um, I'm going to start really taking care of myself. And, you know, that's my message to the word, Gabrielle. And, you know, in our book, Helping Americans Heal on Amazon, we have all kinds of tips. It's all about self-care with the program. When you join it, it's all self-care. You know, if you heal you, Or if you're on the the pathway to heal you, it's going to be amazing how many people around you will start to heal as well, just because they see you as the role model, children, partners, neighbors, coworkers. And I'm not kidding you, gang. When you start taking care of yourself, they're going to notice. Now, some people may push back and tell you that it's not necessary. That's okay. Don't even argue. Don't even respond. Just say thank you and go back to your self-care. And Gabrielle, I think if we all did this, even just focused on one area of self-care, I'm just going to focus on my weight, I'm just going to focus on meditation and stress, I'm just going to focus on insomnia. I'm just going to focus on anxiety and depression, like take one area and go into self-care every day, six, seven, 10, 20 minutes, whatever you can start with. And then Gabrielle, here's a little trick that we ask people to do, because, you know, so many people say, I don't have time. So we say this. If you want to start doing deep breathing exercises, start with one minute a day and then every day add a minute. If you want to do exercise, start with five minutes a day, and after that, every day add a minute. If you want to read a book, start with two pages a day, and then after that, every day add another page. You know, so we can slowly start to build powerful lifestyle changes without it having to be, oh man, I was supposed to read that whole book this week. I didn't get to any of it. I'll wait till after the pandemic,
1: (laughs) right? It doesn't have to be overwhelming, right? You can always start very, 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 very small (laughs) and add from there. Um, So your uh, Help Americans Heal program is on TalkDavid.com. Right. You can get the book on Amazon. Can you get it on your website as well?
2: No, we we drive, oh you can, you can read about it on the website and then the link there will take them right to Amazon. To Amazon.
1: Okay. Um so the book you can get on Amazon, um the program you can sign up the, the free program for the first 500,000 people is on talkdavid.com. So go sign up. Um you can get those emails and get all the program and um the free ebook and everything there and um start to heal. We all need a little healing. Every one of us, healing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That was beautiful.
1: (laughs) Yes. So, uh, David, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, I think that what you're doing is wonderful and hopefully it can help people all around the world start to feel a little better about life and we can maybe not necessarily move past this but live with it and start moving forward again.
2: I love it, Gabrielle. You said it perfectly.
1: Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, thank you everyone for listening. We will all see you next week.
0: Thank you so much for listening to the Fit Minute podcast, fitness for real people with your host, Gabrielle Mazar. If you would like more information on today's episode, you can find it in the show notes and on Gabrielle's website at www.destinationfitcations.com. Visit to keep an eye out for upcoming fitcations. Be sure to share the show, give this podcast a review, and subscribe so you won't miss an episode. Join us next week to hear more stories from people just like you. This has been the Fit Minute Podcast, fitness for real people with Gabrielle Mazar.